0: Hello, welcome. We're back with another one.
1: Too hot for justice.
0: Yes. Sorry, this is is a couple days late.
1: Jessica, I'm not sorry. It is what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm not sorry either. (laughs) You know that? Sorry, like I feel like it's one of those like obligatory things where you're like, you know, like when you like look a little bit like a hot mess and you're like, oh my god, I'm sorry for my appearance, but like you should really be sorry. Don't really care. Right. Because Um, yeah, there's
1: bigger shit going on right now. If you can hear pinging and banging in the background, it's Wes. Even though he knows that I'm recording a podcast right now, it's fine.
0: It's fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> um,
0: this is real life, and it's what we're That's working with. But yeah, um, there's bigger shit going on in the world right now than our, yeah. our podcast going up. What two days late?
1: Yes. Um, well, so it is yeah. what
0: it is. Yeah.
1: It's. Fine. Um. I've you had know. A lot of work.
0: Yeah, I've been busy with work too. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, protests going on in my area. By the way, power to the people! Fucking do that work. Um. Yeah. A lot of the protests, um, I cannot make one because I'm immunocompromised and, um, don't really want to be around a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) And
1: um, two, I'm pretty sure I'd have
0: an actual panic attack. I was just talking about
1: that actually with Wes, um, about how, like, if I could, I could, I could go, I could go, but Mm -hmm. I have like other things I have to think of. Like I'm a parent. You have a baby. And I, Mm -hmm. A, don't want to be around people. Like you know, obviously still COVID. a lot of people. Covid is a thing, mm-hmm. and two, some of these are escalating, and you kind of have to assume that if you are present, even if you're being mm-hmm. a peaceful person, you could get hurt. And so, I yeah. have chosen to not. Same. I and totally support I everyone that is doing it. Just for the
0: record, yeah. Um, one of my girlfriends has actually been a part of a lot of the protesting. She's gone to three or four now in the East Bay. Um, yeah. yeah. She and she has... Uh-huh. She has had a lot of animosity thrown towards her. Yeah. Um, so I am not going to use her name, um, but I, I think she listens to this, so hey, girl. Um, <laughs> she,
1: you know who you are.
0: Yes. And uh, she has had gun guns pointed in her face. She's had rubber bullet oh. guns pointed in her face. She has been tear gassed, and she is peaceful as fuck. Yeah. So that is happening. Um, it's scary. and. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you saw, um, there's a video circulating from the town next to me um, of tanks and police officers over a PA in the tank saying, move or you will be dead. No. Yeah, so that's going on in my area right now. Things are just very heavy over here. Um, my work actually, because um, that's a town that my office is in. Yeah. Um, they had everyone work from home for most of the week and uh today and tomorrow me and one coworker were the, we're the only ones allowed to go in the office we're literally working from like 6 30 to 3 yeah which just, normally we don't start until 8 just like for everyone else's edification yeah this is just so that we can still work an eight-hour day and be home before any like things are happening yeah because um, the road that i live on was part of it was closed on tuesday yikes because there was a protest on it yeah so, well, you yeah, know, like I said, like y'all keep fighting the good fight, and yeah. I support you. Um, but that—that that is all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Um, we just again want to address it. We are not uh, tone deaf to what's happening in the world right now. No, um,
1: but yeah, we we just—I mean—we do have um, some like ad commitments, which we did. Yes. Um, like we said last time, we're we are we've decided to donate um, or ad revenue this yeah. month. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so so the ads you'll be hearing in the middle of this episode today again they were pre-planned um so and and committed we actually um had communicated with our sponsors and agreed we agreed to post this episode later in the week yeah um just because of everything that was going on in the middle of the week we didn't want to take any attention away from that yeah and we're still trying not to um just again yeah this was pre-planned and we are donating this ad revenue and will be for the rest of the month of june yes um so. and also as we said last time if you want us to make a donation on your behalf if you don't know where to donate yeah you are happy to send money our way and we'll make that money donate that money on your behalf yes
1: well that is all that um, is all now yes. <laughs> we are going to talk about drumroll please <laughs> i love you now die <laughs>
0: Yes, it is on um, HBO. HBO. It's HBO documentary, or, or I guess docu series. It's two parts. Um, yeah. Each part is an hour. Um, it is available on HBO Max. It's available on Hulu if you have HBO through them. Anywhere Hulu is available. Thankfully or, Jesus, you have HBO. It, is available. You. Yes.
1: <laughs> Thankfully you have HBO through them.
0: Yes. So. Can you um, watch
1: um then like all the Friends and stuff off of that now? Because you know um, Friends is like on HBO now.
0: Yes. Um. I don't know if you can watch it through Hulu, but if not, I can give you the HBO Max login. Ooh,
1: yes, Queen. Because
0: <laughs> I think it's the same. I'm not sure. Zach has all that information. I I just work here. And yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um. Get it. So yes. So this is a two-parter. Um. The first part. So okay. Let me let me back up. I suppose. Okay. So if you're unfamiliar with this case, which if you have never heard of it,
1: I'd be surprised. Because I had at least heard of it, but I didn't know all the ins and outs. Yeah, and I, I didn't definitely. Either. I was yeah. under one impression of it until I watched this. Same. So
0: this is the death. Uh, it covers the death of Conrad Roy III. Um, he. I'm reading this from Wikipedia, by the way. Um, he was born September 12th of 1995. Um, and committed suicide on July 13th of 2014. Uh, we'll get more into that momentarily. He was an American boy who died by suicide at the age of 18. His girlfriend, then 17-year-old Michelle Carter, was accused of encouraging him via text messages after telling him to seek help. Um, the case was the subject of a notable investigation in a voluntary, involuntary manslaughter trial in Massachusetts, colloquially known as the texting suicide case. The Commonwealth versus Michelle Carter involved scores of text messages, emails, and phone calls recorded between Carter and Roy in the lead-up to the uh, in the lead-up to his suicide. He had been seen numerous mental health professionals and insisted that he wanted to die. Uh, Carter and Roy had both been prescribed psychiatric medications. The case raised questions pertaining to the nature and limits of criminal responsibility. Uh, Judge Moniz, Moniz I, I don't know how to say her name. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, they inferred that Carter wanted Roy dead and that her words coerced him to kill himself, a position that has been subject to some criticism. Carter was convicted by the judge of involuntary manslaughter, chiefly on the basis of her final phone call in which she ordered Roy after he had become scared to go back inside his truck as it filled with carbon monoxide. So that's the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah. Um, And that's all I knew about it. So I was like, oh, this bitch totally told him to kill himself. Yeah.
1: But there's like a lot of external things. It's really interesting. I, I guess I didn't realize that the majority of their relationship happened over text message they didn't really like actually physically see each other
0: yeah so basically um like they had met while one was like at a vacation home or like on vacation yeah um and they started texting immediately totally were smitten with each other sorry my dog is losing his fucking mind (laughs) um hold on uh anyways uh, <laughs> they'd only met, like, five or six times in their life Yeah. Like, what? And they dated for, like, two years, I think? I don't remember, but... Or like, a year and a half? Was, it was wild. Yeah, it was, like, uh, one to two years, and they'd only met each other about five times, which is wild. And they only lived, like, an hour, hour and a half away from each other, I believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Oh my gosh, Emerson's yelling And now your kid is crying. What the hell? What is going on with our children?
1: Some people's kids, man.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> So, but it was, yeah, that was really
1: interesting. And they kind of really painted Michelle like a specific way. Like, Mm -hmm. she was really trying hard to be liked by people that she didn't like. She was almost desperate for friends and like a relationship. And she and Conrad had. This, like, strange relationship, obviously, where he was con- now my dogs are barking. Stop it. <laughs> um, where they would con- like, he would co- basically constantly tell her he wanted to die and he was going to kill yeah. himself. And then he, you know, the next day she'd wake up and he hadn't killed himself. And so it was like kind of just like that. That's, and they would talk about it. And for a while, she would say, No, like, you know, don't do that. I love you, whatever. And then eventually it kind of changed to. You know, yeah. I'll miss you. You'll be my guardian angel. You know, if I have a kid, I'll name him Conrad. Like, it, it just got really wild. Yeah. You know, like, and she's 17, too. So, you have to, like, you have to put that in context. Like, when you're 17-year-old, what, what love feels like, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, okay. So, basically... Uh she he's suicidal. He goes like on this whole like sees a bunch of different therapists, like talks to her ad nauseum about it. Like she says, like, Oh my god, I'm suicidal too. Like they're totally like these like i I don't want to call it weird, but like a kindred spirits type of thing where they're like totally on the same page. Like I think they were taking the same drug too, like the same yeah, like psychiatric medication. On, like, yeah, they were both on Prozac, like, I think antidepressant, yes. Um, which is wild because I used to take Prozac. Yeah. Um I'm looking through my notes to see if it was specifically that, but I think yep yeah so they were they were both on Prozac and uh, one of the actual side effects of most psychiatric drugs is suicidal thoughts, especially yes. in younger people
1: which we should also we should, probably should have put in the beginning yeah, hashtag of the trigger day. warning Well Fuck. maybe we'll put, we'll put this in the in the show notes that yeah we're, we're basically that's what this entire show is about is this right. committing suicide so anyways.
0: Yes. But, um. So the first episode is about her. Like you were saying, like she basically had like no friends. Like they interview like everyone that she was like acquainted with, for lack of a better word, and they were like, yeah, like, we weren't really friends. Like like we were schoolmates and like we maybe hung out like twice outside of school, but like we weren't like friends. Like I wouldn't like call her with like my secrets. So, yeah. Like Um. She was always wanting to hang out, and I always like made excuses not to. Like that's what like the general consensus was of all of her schoolmates.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Like her, tra- I think she like ran track or something like all of her teammates were like yeah like we didn't like really fuck with her yeah like basically they kind of like said that she was like weird and needy she was kind of like there
1: yeah in... she existed yeah. to them yeah
0: uh, so and so the whole context of the first episode and the defense of or the prosecution excuse me uh, was basically that she used his death to get sympathy and get friends
1: yeah and I mean, because after, you know, all of that attention is on her, people saying, like, oh my gosh, you know, how are you doing? Like, she just got so much mm-hmm. attention. She organized that big, um, like, baseball tournament. In it was his like a honor. fundraiser. Mm hmm. Harlow? It was like Jeez. home runs for Conrad or something, or yeah, something Yeah, ho- homers, homers for Conrad something like that
0: yeah and it was a fundraiser to help raise money for mental health awareness and like all this stuff yeah um but she arranged it in her hometown not his like his brother was like what the fuck like why wouldn't you have it like in our town like where his friends and family are and she was like yeah like where we can come yeah and she was like oh well it sucks i'm not changing it
1: yeah which i thought (laughs) was so weird i was like okay
0: Yeah, and, like, even before his death, like, she was texting her friends, like, oh, my God, I think Conrad's gonna kill himself, like, all this stuff, and they were, like, oh, my God, like, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? Like, how can I help? And then she was, like, and the prosecution, like, their argument was that, like, okay, she was testing the waters, and then, so that when he actually killed himself, that she would be able to have more fodder for more attention. Yeah. Um. And, it, like, and that's fucking bonkers to me. I mean, like, they show all the text receipts. Like, they, like, uh, had a warrant for her phone. Like, they have all of her text and call records. Like, they yeah, show conversations with wild. her and Conrad. Her and her quote-unquote friends. Like, her and, like, all these people.
1: Yep. Um. It really yeah, like, she, is wild. Like, all of their messages, like, it goes into detail.
0: Yeah, and, um, like after his suicide like everyone was like totally on her page at first until things started coming out like she uh the phone conversation they had on the night of his death was like a 20-minute phone conversation and like she's telling like even her friends like i'm on the phone with him and like i think he's gonna die like yeah what like why wouldn't you know they're even like are you gonna stop him like
1: (laughs) yeah it was weird though too (laughs) like because then she was talking about how like the next day, she's like, "Have you heard from Conrad? I don't know where he is. I haven't heard from him." Blah, yeah, blah, and she's like she acted like over, she didn't know over and over and over. And she's like, "I called his mom and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "You, you were talking to him."
0: Yeah, like she she knew he was dead, and she like painted this huge picture to his family, and to her quote unquote friends that like he went missing. Like uh, she got his sister to file a missing persons report, and it was a couple of days I think until they found his car with his body. in it. It was so
1: weird. Yeah, the whole thing is. Bonkers. And so, essentially, like, I mean, what they said was that she admitted he had, um, they were talking and, you know, he's in the car as the car is filling up with carbon monoxide and he's like, Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't want to do it, I I don't want to do it. And she was like, get back in the car or I'm going to come there and, like, do it for you. Yeah. Which, she was, she wasn't in that area, and it would have taken her an over an hour to get there. Like she had no force
0: to and do it. Like
1: they they I mean their whole relationship, like they never really saw each other anyway. No, so five it's, times over like what, a year kind or two? Of it's like weird. S- strange to me that they would say like, well she threatened him because Right. I mean he had been talking about it I don't know though, because I do think she does have some culpability here. Like I think so, too. And that's the main argument.
0: So, they're basically saying, like, if you tell someone to jump off a bridge and you're on the bridge and they do it, you would be held held, held responsible for involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Because you didn't push him. You didn't push that person off the bridge, but you told them to do it. Yeah. So, involuntarily, they are dead because of you. Right. Is this the same thing, even though she's not physically there? Right. That, that's the main argument. Yeah. Um, And then... the first episode I think they do a really great job of being like damn like she's fucking like they call her the teenage black widow like all these things and I'm just like fuck like it yeah like what like it's a lot but and like uh and then but then towards the end they're like oh but like she was fucked up too like she was admitted she had suicidal tendencies she had an eating disorder she was uh very lonely and isolated uh she tweeted all these really weird like uh, depression like laden things like all these like cryptic tweets like she uh, was a self harmer um,
1: yeah so and... there was like a lot of issues I mean right They it, it's kind of just like the perfect storm almost that the two yeah, of them and... found each other yeah because but... yeah I mean like the odds of him committing suicide without having met her are probably still the same Right, because, it just would have probably been a longer amount of time. Yeah, and, and so I, I, this like, brings us to episode two. Yeah, so I there was like a quote too that was like um, one of the specialists, you know, was like, "Well, the parents want want it to be somebody else's fault and not theirs, and mm-hmm. and you know, Michelle's parents want her actions to not have you know like caused caused us." But... Yeah, so like two families,
0: like one one family is gonna be disappointed. Yeah, like they said something to that effect at yeah. the end of the first episode, and, I, and that struck me too. I was like, holy shit! Like, yeah, you're right. It was pretty heavy.
1: I thought it was interesting too in the second episode how they had a guy like basically evaluate like their relationship and their mental status as they mm-hmm. as through their text messages and like said basically she was in an abusive relationship because all he he talked about was like committing suicide and like eventually you can just like see the degradation like of mm-hmm. her mindset about it. Today's
0: episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. I'm sure a lot of us have a lot more free time on our hands while we're social distancing. I know I do. Instead of watching terrible reality TV, try playing our favorite five-star rated mobile puzzle game, Best Fiends.
1: It's a fun, mentally challenging, and stimulating game that's free to download and has over a hundred million downloads. I've been playing in between Zoom meetings and baby feedings. The best thing about Best Fiends is that since it's a casual game, you can pick it up and put it down whenever you need to.
0: They're constantly adding more levels and challenges to keep things fun and fresh. The colors and designs of the game and the super cute characters keep us coming back for more as well. I've completed almost 300 levels, and it's my current goal to get up to level 350.
1: If you want to join us and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Today's episode is also brought to you by
0: Armstrong. Since its inception in California in 1966, Armstrong has been committed to the improvement, beautification, and preservation of Bay Area homes in commercial and institutional buildings. This has been achieved by employing an elsewhere vanishing work ethic, coupled with superior technical knowledge using only the highest quality materials and modern equipment. Perhaps most significant of all, Armstrong has maintained its position of leadership by adhering tenaciously to one of the most fundamental principles of all business transactions, listening and pleasing their customers. Whether it's painting, roofing, windows, or doors, you have the assurance and peace of mind knowing that your installation will be covered by one of the best warranties in America. Armstrong painting jobs carry a warranty of up to 15 years depending on service materials. Their replacement windows and doors carry up to a limited lifetime manufacturer's warranty. Equally generous warranties come with their roofing work, and Armstrong has been a business in California for over 50 years and will be there ready, willing to help if and when you need them. If you're located in the San Francisco Bay Area or beyond and are looking for a contractor for windows, painting, roof, or doors, you can contact Armstrong Installation Services at armstrong1234.com or give them a call at one 777 and a one two three four. 2 Yeah, because at first she's like, no, like, let's get you help. Like, I love you. Like, let's let's make this better. Yeah. Um, and then... Basically, I don't want to call it like an angel of death thing, but like finally, like she gets to this point where she's just like, "If this is going to help you, like, let's yeah, do this. Yeah, kind
1: of like what her dad said in his like letter to the judge, like, um, you know, I think that she, she thought was, she was helping. She was truly doing what she thought was in the best interest of Conrad. Which, yeah, I think that as a like as a young person, you know, that's a very difficult situation to deal with. Um, Yeah, and she never reached out to anybody about it. Her herself is in such a state. Mental turmoil. Right, and and he told her, like, the only way I would ever hate you is if you told somebody about what I've been saying. And for somebody who's, like, needy and wants that relationship and wants that, like, contact with somebody, that's a big thing. Yeah, it's fucking huge. So, Um, I mean, I'm not saying I don't think that she has some – role. like, she definitely has some – responsibility there I definitely Absolutely. think that what the judge ultimately decided was right me too um, especially because he, you know essentially like once once she knew what was happening <laughs> for sure she had a, a responsibility to stop it it's not her decision uh, a thousand percent um and then
0: an- another thing I want to add is that so in the second episode, like, they, they talk more about, like, his, like, a background, like, Conrad Roy's background. His dad was arrested for domestic assault against his mother. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, there's a history of abuse in their family. Um, and, like, the dad's super nonchalant about it. He was just kind of like, oh, like, I don't My know. My dad beat the shit out of me. So, it's, I felt like I had to do the same. Okay. Yeah.
1: Great. And, like, that's he beat great. the shit out of his
0: son. Like, uh, Conrad Roy Sr., or the second. Yeah, Sr., beat up, beat the shit out of him. And, like, the cops were called um and then um he actually attempted before he was successful in his suicide attempt he had attempted four t- four times prior um he tried overdosing on pills a couple of times um and then i forget what the other one was but like basically like at least one was like a tile ty- he tried to do a tylenol overdose once was a sleeping pill like attempted overdose and then the other two i forget what they were um yeah but it's fucking bonkers um like they say like oh like we're truly meant for each other like we're destined to be in hell together
1: we'll be like Romeo and Juliet in the end yeah that was trippy well and then he goes will you be my Juliet and she's like yeah I'll be your Juliet and he's like no but do you know what happens and then she like obviously looks up and she was like oh fuck no like no yeah like what and like
0: another thing too is that like apparently she had this like obsession with Glee in like Leah Michelle. Yeah,
1: that was weird.
0: That was yeah, weird. Yeah, like it's very like, okay. So if you guys are unfamiliar with Glee, um the two like stars of the show, Leah Michelle, she was like the main female lead, and then the, she had her at the time in real life boyfriend and on screen boyfriend Cory Monteith, is that, that Mon- his name? Yes. Yeah. Um he committed suicide and um, you know, she you know, obviously, was very distraught. They did a whole episode on Glee about it, um, and like how you know devastating it was to her, and like she like quotes Leah Michelle all the time, like in text messages, in interviews, in in court. I think she even like ha- said something that like she had directly said, like, um, yeah, like in the show and in real life, like she's like qu- like word for word like quoting Leah Michelle and like all these things, and like. How she felt after Conrad died was like the word for word what Leah Michelle said about what after Corey died, like very very strange. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, it was weird. It wasn't. Yeah. So
0: like, one of the other things where they're like, oh, was she trying to become Leah Michelle by having a dead boyfriend? Like you know, it's it's very odd.
1: It. Um, Yeah. The whole thing is. I mean, ultimately, like he obviously made his choice. Yes. She was not there forcing him you know he had said it many times before that he was going to do it and he never did so yep yeah it's the whole watching it the whole thing like i just i just had um i mean it's there's obviously just no like clear-cut answer and i want to get back to that psychiatrist real quick yeah Um, oh yeah so the other thing that the
0: psychiatrist was saying so other than like saying that like they would constantly neg each other and that there was this, like, basically an abusive relationship that was not in person it was all like psychological manipulation and whatever yeah um he argues that so michelle um what's her fucking last name conrad michelle conrad
1: yes conrad. yes
0: mm-hmm. um so he argues that Michelle Conrad had what's called an involuntary intoxication with a drug interaction.
1: Yeah. Because
0: right before the suicide, she was switching from Prozac to another drug. And apparently, so having taken Prozac in the past, there's a, like a come down period from it kind of where it's like slow. It's one of those things where it's like a slow release thing and it's yeah. in your system for like a while after you, after you stop taking it. Yeah. Um, and i was warned when i switched to effexor which is what i currently take for my anxiety and depression um that i might feel weird for a few weeks um and like when right, i was needed
1: when you start them <laughs> too it's yeah it is the same thing like um like it you, takes you a while feel like fuzzy like you, you don't feel, feel like weird. 100% right yeah until um, you like get used to it your body like right. adjusts to it and he argues that
0: the specific kind of cocktail that she had at that time in in like this like we, like 30 45 day period where she was changing the drugs and that uh, Conrad had committed suicide. Um, basically she wasn't in a right straight like frame of mind. like she shouldn't be held responsible for what she was saying or doing because she was basically like under the influence, like accidentally, question mark.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know but I, I thought that was a very interesting argument that he threw out. Um and I don't I don't know. And then another argument that is thrown out on the defense side is this thing about Alice.
1: Oh, I don't yeah, know if you remember that. Was that was weird. That was weird. So
0: Alice is like a girl that she knew for a long time. Um allegedly per Michelle they had some sort of relationship. Um, like a secret bisexual relationship yeah. situation. Um, so basically one of the motives that could have happened was that she was trying to get Conrad Roy out of the picture so she could get back together with Alice. Cause that, they broke up like right before her and Conrad got together. But
1: like, she didn't need to get rid of him for that. It's not like they were married. Right. It's just not like they no. lived in the same town. It's not like they saw each other frequently. Like, bye. Just Literally. say bye. Insane. Bye.
0: But then, I guess... Alice was interviewed by that psychiatrist I believe or someone involved in the case and she was like I've literally never dated her like Michelle's making all this up like this is some kind of fantasy situation she's living in she's not well.
1: Yikes but I also doesn't like I don't have I that's believable. Yeah
0: um yeah and then like they also are like saying like a A big book and movie that were out at the time was The Fault in Our Stars. So was she trying to have some sort of fantasy? Because in that movie, the boyfriend tries to kill himself via... I didn't like that. ...carbon monoxide. And uh, he he calls his girlfriend um, and she goes and stops him. And so, were they, like, trying to write out some sort of love story in their head that ended with him dying, or did they, or did Conrad want her to stop him? Like, it's really hard to tell, you know, if that was, like, some sort of motive. Were they trying to recreate that in some fucked yeah, up way? Yeah, that was
1: weird. That was really creepy.
0: Yeah. um, And then, you know, or was this, was she ending a cycle of him, like, attempting suicide it at, it being a failed suicide attempt like was she trying to end that cycle um and let him finally have peace or whatever yeah like it's really fucking hard and i mean no one will ever know
1: yeah and that's the thing of it no one except her will ever know yeah so at the end she was what like she her her conviction was like stay stayed so the judge she only had a judge trial it was not a jury trial Yes, which I, I think mean, in was the way to go. because yeah. literally the media ate this whole case up
0: mm-hmm. and
1: everybody was under the wrong impression of like what happened because the media was reporting things wrong. Like I always thought that she was just like the popular girl. And, Me too. Because she's really pretty. I thought she bullied him. Yeah. And so.
0: Like that was the impression that I think the media gave off is that she bullied him into killing himself, which I don't think is tr- true.
1: No. And... um. Like, um, they, so the, it was a wise choice for them to move it from a jury trial to a judge trial. So he found her basically like culpable that, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously Conrad had issues, but at the end of the day, when she knew what was happening, she had a responsibility, a legal responsibility to at least try to get help for him. Yeah. Which she did not. So like basically what she got convicted of manslaughter i'm don't remember involuntary manslaughter yeah so but the but her lawyer had uh essentially like requested something i can't remember so her execution got stayed for like a year i think yeah she got so to basically go home.
0: she got to go home until her appeals process was complete and then basically the way it turned out was that like she never actually had serve jail time
1: yeah she, she did she did oh go, right. At the end she went like so once um her appeal She's was denied She's only in for 9 months though. Yeah, she wasn't in for long. Her her uh, appeal was denied. They and then she did go into prison and she was released like recently. I think she got out. I think February. So It was yeah. earlier this
0: year. Yeah. Um but um really quickly I do want to touch on like so we say that it was a judge trial not a jury trial. Yeah. So when they say you have a right to a trial by jury, that means that you don't have to. Yeah. Um I think a lot of people don't know this. Um so basically a jury trial obviously is 12 people deciding if you're g- guilty or not. A judge trial is literally just what the just the judge yeah.
1: deciding that in your so, lawyer, like in the judge and it, your lawyers. That's it.
0: Yeah, so it's instead of like them, you know, trying to appeal to a whole jury of people and there's more emotions involved, which I knew they more... wouldn't
1: win that. Like they wouldn't. There was no way. That, 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 that she would have even stood a chance. With no, that. so she
0: had a fucking great lawyer. Yeah. Like as far as that's concerned. Um, well, really,
1: she did. I mean. Yeah. He he did his best. He really did. He he was pretty convincing. I'm I was kind of like, well, it could, it could go other way. Either way. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean. It's very yeah. murky what you're getting into. Straight up, dude. Is it different when you sit there, if you're with somebody and say, blow your brains out, blow your brains out, blow your brains yeah. out, as opposed to sitting there texting somebody, you're not physically with them, but does your, your mm-hmm. obligation change? Like, I mean, it's a very interesting question. Yeah. And,
0: um, you still one have of the other, you
1: definitely, I, in my opinion, I mean, mm-hmm. either way you're in person or you're not, you're in this world. Like you, you, you should not be. I mean, it goes without saying you should yeah. not be saying things like that, but you know, you're you're responsible.
0: Yeah, and and the other thing too, and this is one of the other things that I'm just kind of like mm, 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 about. So the psychiatrist says that so the final phone call, like the like 47 minute phone call that she has with him that where he ends his life. Yeah. Um, there's no recording of that obviously because it's just like a phone conversation. You know, it wasn't like wiretapped or anything. He, while the phone call happened, the psych, psychiatrist thinks that she made up what the contents of the phone call. Yeah, were. because um, nobody
1: would have known.
0: Right. So who knows? And he's like, she's a compulsive liar. Like, like honestly, she, who knows what prove, the fuck she said?
1: Proved that she was.
0: Too. Yeah. So I mean, it's who's to know if she really said get get the fuck back in the car? Who knows? Right. Um. I mean, well, that's what she's she saying. Because if she had admitted so.
1: that to her friend, which is how they found well, out did. um mm-hmm. you know it's possible because she also said other things that they were kind of like question mark um like that he had assaulted her and yeah. um like basically they said her friends were so used to her just saying things that it could be true it could not be true and they right. so and like i know people yeah. like that too <laughs> like there's i i know people like yeah they'll tell you a story and you're like oh yeah okay and sometimes it's right. true and sometimes it's not true you you just don't know so yeah so it's weird it's it's funky overall um, though was it was a good uh i mean hbo really doesn't ever disappoint um with their no content. And i think this is a
0: good example of like something that were I, I don't think it was very biased like i think they did a great job of showing both sides very well yeah um well and they interviewed, like I said, all like,
1: his family but her side declined to participate so i mean they tried yeah. but Makes they, sense. they tried,
0: and I still think they painted her in a decent light. I mean, they as did. far as all
1: things are concerned, they did. I mean, <laughs> they interviewed her like her defense um, psychiatrist, mm-hmm. obviously her lawyer. Like they, they did try to do like due diligence for both sides, so you can make your own, yeah, your own opinion. You know, but I think it's one of the definitely like better researched ones. Than yeah. I agree most so I would recommend it at the end of the day but if you're struggling or you're you know like suicide is like a trigger for you I would not advise watching it absolutely the (laughs) fuck not (laughs) I would also not advise listening to this episode which we will put in the uh (laughs) episode notes yeah absolutely
0: um and as usual check out our sponsors and all of that um do you have anything
1: fun and fresh for the weekend
0: Mm, no Right? I hear that. It's just another um, day.
1: Oh, I'm making some earrings for you. I just <gasps> finished a pair. So, if you are interested in, like, some, some beaded, handmade earrings, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to start just a posting DM. them to my Instagram. So, yeah. Send a mm-hmm. DM, and I can make you some. Obviously, not for free, because that shit's expensive, but... Uh, <laughs> Handmade. Yeah, and, so. and they're handmade, they take you like what, like four hours a pair or something? I so? mean, it depends on the design. So some take much longer. Some like mm-hmm. more straightforward ones can take. Mm-hmm. It also depends on how big they are, like what style, what the design, like colors are. Mm-hmm. So and like I for more intricate ones I have to design it on my iPad first because you have to get oh, the sure. counts right. Yeah. So it takes I mean, a pair of earrings can take anywhere from like four hours up to like ten. Close, yes, just depending on what you're doing. So also
0: I'd like to point out these are like tiny ass little beads. Yeah. So it's like a lot of like intricate finger doing Yeah, you're
1: sewing. You're you're sewing beads. It's it's yeah. but it's fun. I I enjoy it. So that's my fun and fresh. What about you? Yes. Um
0: I just started a book. Um I mentioned it I think in the last episode that I'd bought the book that I hadn't oh, yeah. started it yet. Um how to be an anti racist. Yeah. Um when you're done I, I would love
1: to Oh, you read it or you bought it on your stupid Kindle just Audible. Kidding. Audible. Oh yeah. It's Just an audiobook, book. Um, so, I'm a great, great, like influencer. <laughs> I can't even get it right. Just kidding.
0: Oh, that's funny. Um, so again, um, it's very good. I'm on chapter like three or four right now. If anyone is interested in it and you've never had an audible account before or an audible trial, I can send it to you for free. Send me a DM. I will email you the link. Um, yeah. Very good and very pertinent to what is going on in the world today. True. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for now. Next week we'll be back um with, with a regular episode and a, another screen
1: screen recap of what did we decide? Uh I think the first trial by media? Question mark. Yeah, I think that was the plan. Trial by media. Yeah. And there was something Oh, we were going to watch the Britney Murphy one yes. Oh, as yeah. Well, I think so. that's gonna be next week. So we're gonna do that first. I think, and then we'll start. We are can... gonna do trial by media episode by episode, so it would be better for us to do Brittany Murphy and then trial by media. I think Thank so. You that way, way it's not disjointed. Workshop that. So that's the plan. Watch that. Watch those. Trial by yeah, media. Yeah, the Brittany Murphy thing is
0: not on, on ID. If you wherever you watch ID, it's on Hulu. um yeah. I think only if you have live TV though.
1: Yeah, you're right. I, because I, be I looked that. on my Hulu and it is mm-hmm. only if you have live TV, and so I have to watch it on yours.
0: Yes. Um, but I think ID has their own thing. So if you have that, then yeah. do that awesome. yourself.
1: Well, honestly, you get on with your Just bad self, watch it, it. Out. It's very interesting. <laughs> Y'all are smart. Okay, Yeah, thanks. I'm not
0: here how to tell you how to watch fucking Hulu.
1: <laughs> you can do this. All right. Anyways, uh, on that
0: note, goodbye. Bye.